All right, and we are live. Facebook or Facebook? Twitch has told me so, and therefore I believe it. Yeah, my phone. My phone agrees. Welcome back. Thank you. I just realized I had someone else's stream on. Whoops. And that's closed. Now we're good. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. My bad. Now we're good. Hey, welcome back. Yay, I'm home. Back from PAX. Yay, PAX. Right. Right. Um, it's been a while since you and I have been on the show. You've been busy, it seems, mm -hmm. with all these Nintendo events. Yeah. How are they going? Uh, Bad. Okay. So... So the game plan was I was going to do three different Nintendo World Championship qualifiers and hopefully one of them would work and I would qualify. And what what locations are these? Uh San Jose. Yeah. Uh oh, hang on. San Jose, I was going to do Los Angeles and I was going to do Seattle. And I have okay. a cat who's freaking out here right now. Okay. I'm also being told we're pretty distinct. That's weird. What? Oh, wait, I, okay. I think I know what's doing that. Hang on. Everything's well, why we, broke. Why would we be desynced? <clears throat> the audio version will be fine. Yeah, audio's going to be fine. Uh, the stream one's going to be... Hi, Bagel. Get off the camera. Man, it's like I'm really home. <coughs> Hi, bud. Here, stay right here. There we go. The desync's fixed for the stream. Uh, so the plan was to do San Jose okay. and then either Los Angeles or Chicago and then either... I thought you Se said Seattle. Yeah, and then either Seattle or uh, Miami. Oh, okay. Okay. So I did San Jose. Yeah. And I got third. All right. Yep. But it's a winner-take-all event, so it was useless. Okay. So... At the uh, San Jose event, one of the top 10 players of Mario Kart in the world showed up and destroyed and qualified, obviously. So I started like I had a marker of what I needed to do for a time and I couldn't figure out how to do it. It ends up there was a glitch that uh, he was using to actually get that time. So I started trying to learn the glitch in that. But I also only had like a day or two before I had to decide if I was going to the next qualifier. So I decided these tickets must be pretty expensive if you're buying them like last minute. Yeah, uh, this is all like being paid for. That's the only reason I can do this. Wait, really? Yeah, we were going to do a video series on this. We we're going to do a documentary of me trying to qualify for the tournament. OK, so you said were. Yeah, uh, I opted to not do Chicago slash L.A. because uh, more of the top 10 qual uh, marker players in the world were going to L.A., Okay. Which meant that was completely useless to go to. And sure enough, they actually set better times than they, than San Jose, so it was worth not going. And I didn't think I was going to be good enough to qualify in Chicago, and sure enough, wasn't either. I would have been like eighth place in Chicago. Okay. So I just opted to not go and save some money, basically. And sure enough, it worked out. I ended up doing some promo work for Ubisoft instead, basically. They asked me to do the rabbit stuff around the time I decided to not go on this trip so it just balanced out okay um and then i obviously couldn't go last weekend because it was pax so i decided oh uh i'll go the weekend after and that one's either seattle or miami uh seattle Se way closer than miami seattle's way closer but i figured they were it would have been easier in miami but miami storm heading to miami yeah uh miami is been canceled because of the storm Right, so okay. the only qualifier this weekend is Seattle, and I can't get my time down enough. I improved my time by about two seconds, but that's not enough. 
right? My best time is like one sixteen something, and that's nowhere near the mark I need. So what do you think, win? Uh, the winners of the qualifiers win a trip for two to New York to actually compete in the actual Nintendo World Championship. What what do you win if you get that? You win like a big ass trophy valued at about three thousand bucks. Okay. I was just saying, like, if you just want a trip to New York, you probably spent more well, here, going well, around. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. New York. So here's the thing, too. One of the qualifiers was in New York. All right. Well, so, okay. yeah, like that seemed a little silly to me, but I mean, they got the Nintendo store there. So, yeah, but they did it in a Best Buy. That's weird. That's yeah, super it, it, weird. It's a Best Buy promo. Interesting. Okay. So when you were thinking of you were doing this documentary, were you doing like video journals or something? Yeah, I was like recording some stuff on my phone. We had someone record a couple of my runs. I did like um, recap videos every night. I was in San Jose at least. And are those ever going to see the light of day at this point? They might. They might still. Okay. I don't All know. Right. Like I'm probably like I said, probably not doing Seattle, which means which is good because that would have been silly to come home for a day and then have to leave again. Because we got home Wednesday night from Seattle. Could, couldn't you have just stayed in Seattle? It Where we were would have been too expensive. It actually came out to about the same price for like a flight versus a hotel. Well, I mean, you could have gotten like a hostel or something. Like I guess. Like I could have could have downgraded a bunch too. But like I wanted yeah. to get something super close to the actual event. So, okay. I wouldn't have, so I wouldn't have to worry about taxis and stuff. Okay. But like between like meals and stuff and travel and stuff like that, it would have just, it's just easier to just fly. Also, who, you mean like Uber? Who still uses taxis? I mean, yeah. 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 Old people probably, right? I mean, sometimes like Ubers are very weird with the airport. Like you can't get uh, now you can, but usually you couldn't get picked up at the airport by an Uber. That's true. Those are sometimes usually weird. When I was yeah. in Peru, actually, we wanted to go to the airport, but Uber wouldn't go there. So like we couldn't select it on the map. So we just picked like a housing complex i don't know like half a mile away and we we're like oh we'll just walk but the yeah. guy kind of realized you guys are going to the airport right and we're like uh yeah and he's like okay i'll just take you there and it was like cool thanks mm, nice <clears throat> yeah no there's i know in calgary uber can't go to the airport or can't at least pick up from the airport because the taxis right yep. Se- seattle has a dedicated area for ride sharing now and so did san jose so i guess america's catching up at least Yeah. Okay. So you're done world championship, Nintendo championship? Probably unless the Miami qualifier becomes a thing. And if I can get my time down enough, but I don't think it's worth it. That's going to be such an expensive flight. I know. Like there's nowhere further away. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think at this point it's just, it's a lost cause, which bums me out. Cause I was really excited to get in, but every location so far has had like a, a top tier Mario Kart player, except for New York. The winner of New York was Weird. actually the guy who won the Nintendo World Championship in 2015, John Numbers. Oh, if you say so. Okay. Yeah, but like every other uh, location so far has been won by like a guy who basically speedruns Mario Kart. Right. So who was paying for this? Like who? You cause you said you were getting paid for uh, to make the documentary. Who wanted this documentary? Uh, was it a we, Runaways guy thing or? Yeah, it was gonna be a Runaway guys thing. Okay, so forget what your parent company is we'll just say youtube 
Okay, you too. All right, cool. Yeah, but cool, uh, cool. I don't know. I I didn't. I lost a lot of time practicing because I had to do work, and also another big thing kind of took priority over just sitting down and playing a video game over and over. I am now engaged. Yeah, congrats! Yay! Clap sound effect. That was cool. So yeah, packs. Uh, do you, do you want how much of the about the engagement do you want to talk about? I don't know, man. This is your your floor. I mean, how'd you we, do it? Thousands of roses. N- no. Was there like a spontaneous dance number? What are those called again? It's a spontaneous dance number. No, no. Um, flash mob. That's what they're called. Flash mob. No, it was Did not you get a flash, a flash mob? mob. No, there was okay. no flash mob. All right. It was a nice, quiet thing, basically in our hotel room. Cool. Cool. Congrats. Can I see the ring? I'm not wearing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I I was just real happy she said yes. I was super nervous about it. Uh, was there actually any doubt in your mind? I mean, no, but like I had I wanted to like make it be good. Sure. You know, no, I can totally see that. I'm just curious if like if there was an inkling of like, oh, crap. What if she says no? No, I, I was pretty damn sure she was going to say yes but like one of those scenarios where you guys had like talked about it before yeah okay so then like we already it was like already a subject but like i was trying to find a way to surprise her which that was the biggest thing that kind of bummed me out about the situation was how do you surprise someone who knows it's gonna happen eventually i guess i don't know what i don't know i how did you surprise her i well she expected me to do it at a different time so i just caught her off guard basically cool did you like hide it somewhere uh did she yeah. almost eat it no um no she Wait, did, never, you, did you she actually did... hide it in food no and god oh, no okay. that'd be gross i know people do that but that's or gross like, to like me. champagne right yeah no uh i hid it away with the throne controllers gear uh, honestly with our panel stuff so that's somewhere i knew she wouldn't check cool 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 well again congrats thank you so we don't we got a ways to worry ways before we need to worry about the marriage, the actual wedding, but right. It's on the way. Nice. Um, but PAX, we should talk about PAX as well. What mm-hmm. did you do at PAX? Uh, Actually, right before that, we should say Paul's not here. Yeah. In case anyone was wondering why he's being oddly quiet. This um, is top down perspective. I'm John. That's Sean. Yep. 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 September 7th. 7th. Um, but before we get into what we've been playing, what what have you been PAXing? Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna be real, dude. Not too much on the show floor interested me. We did. We Whoa. actually we walked around the show floor in about an hour, hour and a half on the first day. Played very little and left it at that. We just kind of enjoyed the PAX experience. Otherwise, like we went to the Twitch party. Uh, we hung out in the games room. I entered a couple tournaments. Uh, What's a Twitch party like? Is it crazy? Uh, it was at the aquarium. So it was at the Seattle Aquarium. I don't think I've ever been there. So imagine about uh, like a thousand drunk people wandering around an aquarium with open tanks. Nice. Did anyone vomit in a fish tank? No, someone did throw a drink over in over the pier into the ocean and the cops almost kicked him out of the party. So nice. I, I expected. Was there like a cool DJ? They did have a DJ. Yeah. All right. They had a DJ that was isolated in one room. You could actually walk around. They actually had some staff on hand to talk about some of the things. So they actually had someone live feeding an octopus. 
That's cool. Which is really not funny. Been to a party with an octopus. That is true. That is very rare thing to happen. So so many people actually like surrounded the tank and just started watching it. It was really funny. Yeah, I bet. Um, no, it was actually really cool. Just kind of hanging around there. They had like an underwater area, like that would normally be there just to like look at the water, but they also had karaoke down there. Cool. Uh, it was cool just seeing a bunch of people I know from from Twitch, either staffers or just like random people, some friends. I don't know. It was actually a little fun. And they uh, they gave up like white Twitch baseball caps to all the partners, too, as they left. So White, not purple? Yeah. Well, the logo was purple, but the actual cap is white. Okay. Did you get a hat? Yep. Cool. I had something in my suitcase. Wait, somewhere. is it a baseball cap or like a flat-rimmed hat? Baseball. Weird, because like flat rims are like where it's at right now. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So that was cool. Um... What else? So I did play a couple games, like I said. Okay. Um, well, why don't why don't we why don't we go into that part? Let me. There we go. What have you been playing? Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh man. Yeah, that game's cool. That game's cool as shit. I'm super Looks excited for that cool. game. Yeah. Handles real good. It's a little nice. complicated because there's like you have to figure out what all the buttons do. Sure, but I mean, like every new game. Yeah. You know. I, it was, like, I didn't play Budokai that much, but, like, a couple of the combinations felt like Budokai. Like, you could hold down, like, square and X, and you could do your charging. I don't remember much about what actual inputs were, but I played, a, like, all the Budokais a ton. Yeah, I have a feeling you might actually be okay with the control scheme on this. Like, it won't take too much tweaking, I don't think. I, again, like, I don't have any memory, so it could, it could be anything. It won't matter. So I remember there was in one of them, you had to rotate the analog sticks quite a bit. And I kept getting the skin of my palm ripped off. Mm, that sounds about right. Yep. Who'd you the play as? Uh, the demo had about 10 characters unlocked. Uh, I put on my team because you get to pick three on your team. Yeah. Uh, future Trunks. I believe I got beat to Future Trunks by Reese. So because okay, he's the best character. So yeah, yeah, she picked him first. So I picked Vegeta, Goku, and Piccolo. All right. She had oh god, who does she have? She had Future Trunks. I think Vegeta. Wait, so if you could have two Vegetas, have two Future Trunkses? Eh, I was just like, no, let's not have the entire the same roster. Okay. And I believe she had Android seventeen. I think. Or 16? Not the girl? That's what I meant, 16, the girl. 17's the uh, dude. 18 is the girl. 18's the girl? Oh, no, 16's oh, a big bruiser. 16's the big right. guy. 17's the dude and 18's the girl. So it was 18. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I don't know. T- talk about the game. What, what was the best part? Uh, that game just feels really fun to play, honestly. There's a lot of like little fan servicey things. Like 18 calls 17 in for assists to a help attack. Uh, I think I've seen that on the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. can you can aim like your Kamehamehas and stuff like that. So like you're not stuck just firing it straight forward. Like she would be flying in midair, and I just shoot one straight up and hit her, right? Like can at you an move angle. It while it's I don't blasted? know. It like I think it only blasts for a couple seconds, but like I was aiming diagonally up and it, I hit her. Okay. Uh, you can hold all your supers to charge them for more damage, but obviously then you're you're wide open the whole time. Uh, there's like teleport counters. Uh, you can call in assists. You can have everyone like use all their supers at once. You can use a super, call in someone else to use their super, so you tag out by doing an attack. Like it's very Marvel versus Capcom. You wouldn't have been able to do this, but I'm pretty sure online it's gonna have like 
3v3 where each person gets one character. Oh, that'd be interesting. Which sounds super cool. That sounds really cool and also like really, oh my God, like... Like you're going to have to get two buddies and it's like, well, my main is Goku and like my main's Vegeta. It's like, good, and we got to work together. You know what I mean? Like that sounds like it could be really cool. How would that even work? Oh, that would be badass. Wouldn't it? Oh, just, you know, you it's like as soon as you do like a like a tag out now your your friend is uh fighting and you're just watching them fight like it there's a lot of cool things too like when you kill someone with a super it shows like the planet exploding and then you come back yeah it pans back and like the area you're in is destroyed <laughs> and like and the next person's tagged in it just it just feels good there's no other way to describe it it has like real good feel for dragon ball and for like a fighting game i haven't heard but is there any kind of like story mode or single player besides like an arcade i don't know i i just i know it's in open beta or closed beta rather right now someone in the chat just said the beta is going to be two days before the uh marvel versus capcom infinite one i don't know Mm -hmm. when that is uh i forget if it's september october i didn't sign up i remember i saw when signups went live but i was like i'm gonna play this for sure i don't need to jump in like as, as soon as possible oh it's like super soon uh marvel's capcom infinite comes out on the 19th so that would be the weekend before that so i believe the de- the beta starts the, either the 15th or 16th of september uh well the, i mean the person in the chat would make me think that 17th if it's two days but i, I think don't. that's i think sunday's the last day of it or something like that okay Uh, someone in the chat also thinks uh, there might be a story mode relating to the androids. So maybe there is a story mode. I would hope so. Um, because that's, I mean, all the Budokai ones had story modes. So, yeah. I mean, most of the time it was just, here's Dragon Ball Z again. But I mean, that was fine. I was happy with that. Um, anything else about uh, Dragon Ball's fighters? I don't know what the release date is for the game. I don't even know if they've even said one. I think it's next year. I, I think they said next year, yeah. Which is fine. There is there is literally too many games right now. Like, I'm going insane. February 2018. Okay, so yeah, it's I, 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 I just bought another one before we started. Because what? What did you Nier buy? Near was on sale, and I was like, all right, $35, that's great, and I hate money. Hmm? And I already have, like, a ridiculous backlog. But I, I really I want to play Nier. I can't say anything because I totally was late because I was at a game store buying stuff. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah, I had a, I traded in uh, a super rare game I've been looking for for years. Finally was available to me, so I grabbed it. You traded in stuff to get it, you said? Yeah, because it oh, was okay. like it was super expensive. OK, so this is an EB games. No, no, no. It's at Video Game Trader. Oh, I didn't know you. I mean, it's in the title, but I didn't know you could trade games in. Yeah. Still haven't been there, but okay. Uh, do you want to say what the game is? Yeah, I got Snatcher for the Sega CD. Uh, Hideo Kojima's game before Metal Gear. Yeah, I have um, a Japanese version of it. Yeah, I have it in English now. Okay, yours was crazy expensive because the Japanese one was not. Yes, because it's in Japanese. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I haven't played much of it, but I, I think it couldn't have been more than like 20 bucks when I picked it up. So. Uh, it was 700 what? You bought a $700 game a second ago? I didn't buy it. I traded in for it. And I How many paid, games did you I, have to trade in? Two. So what? What did you, tra- what did you trade in? Like how I, had, these games I had two very expensive games to trade in. Okay. What were they? Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers 2 and Bonk's Adventure for the NES. And they gave you $700 for those? 
Yep. Uh, it was technically worth more, but he was just like, yeah, fuck it. Uh, oh, you're saying Snatcher was worth more? No, technically, uh, the ones I traded in were worth more, but like, I didn't want to argue with him because he was willing to throw me a deal and put it aside for me. Okay. Because I, no, because I was gone. He had it. It was available while I was still in <laughs> Seattle, and he was like, "No, I'll I'll keep it for you, dude." So, cool. And I cool. picked up I picked up a couple of other games. So you too. got like the friend tax kind of. Basically, the, like I I run tax. I run tournaments for them, so I was like, I knew they'd throw me solid. So that's why I don't usually complain about trade value. Right. Um. Why? Okay. I th- to me that seems stupid. Why is that not stupid? Why? What? Why is that seven hundred dollars? Because it's super rare. Okay. That's, you gonna play it? Of course, yeah. I'm super excited okay. for it. I've wanted a copy of this for years. Okay. Well, I'm gonna play my Japanese copy in your face. Yeah. Then, then you'll be like, I don't know this language well enough to enjoy this. That's true. And mine will be voice acted in English. So. Hey, man, we did a whole Sega Saturn that, Japanese that is li- true. live stream. We did three of them. So. And I enjoyed them. Yeah, I, uh, I believe. What else? I think oh, the ahead. Japanese game like was on four different systems and the English one was just on the Sega CD. I honestly didn't even know about the game until I was in Japan and a buddy of mine just texted me like, hey, you should pick up Snatcher. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but OK. And then I found it for 20 bucks. So nice. Uh, what else did you play at PAX? Uh, Dissidia, the new Dissidia that's coming out. We actually played some three on three matches like where each character, each character was controlled by what human. Sorry, Bagel's being weird. I'm watching. Oh, kind of like what I was just saying for with, with Dragon Ball. Ball. Yeah, but it was for oh, Dissidia. Okay. I forgot how complicated Dissidia is. I don't think I've ever played Dissidia. It's a very weird game. Like you have two different types of attacks. You ha- you can do like physical like uh, damage attacks that take away health from people, but you also need to do attacks to build up that. I think they're called brave attacks and HP attacks. So is you, this you, Final you, Fantasy related. Yes, uh, sorry, it's okay. the city of Final Fantasy. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so the Did demo. You play as Cloud? No, I played as Bart's from Final Fantasy V because I just finished the Final Fantasy V playthrough on stream. Okay. Yeah, so me, Reese, and just a guy who was hanging out there, we each played against three other humans. Uh, I was Bart's from five. Reese was uh, Yushtola or Yushtola from fourteen. Who's sure. a white? Who's a white mage? And. Uh, the other guy played Does as the white C- mage fight. C- yeah, magic. I th- I believe she's uh, a white and black mage basically in that game. Is that a red mage? Basically, well, no stabbing. She has a stick for a weapon, so. Okay. And uh, the third guy played as Cecil from four, and we were taking on a cloud. I think a lightning, and I don't remember who. And I think it's a Dane. So I they only they only had the is. they only had the good guys playable in that version, but I believe in the actual complete version, like all the bad guys or like a bad guy from each game will also be in there. Like in the old ones. Oh man, you think Sephiroth will be in it? No. Yeah, exactly. Right. Man. Um, was it good? Yeah, it was fun. It was confusing and weird, but fun. At one point uh, we just stopped moving and then we apparently summoned Bahamut and destroyed the other team. And I don't is even this know three people at the same time, or is it like one on one, like a, like the Dragon Ball one is supposed to be three v three. So everyone's running around free control. Oh, OK. All right. Yeah. So, so is six... it like Power Stone? Mm, not really, because Power Stone has all like these objects you can use as items. And really, the only thing that came up for us was like the Summon Stone. 
Okay, so, all right. So it's like it's like Power Stone, but they're taking like Smash Bros. rules and being like no items. Maybe. But there's also a Smash Ball. Maybe, but like there's there's rules to it too. Like you have to build up bravery points to actually do damage. Right. Yeah. And if you run out of bravery points, you take like extra damage and stuff like that. It's like a whole like meta system to it. I don't know Dissidia well enough to actually like be able to nail out exactly what to do, but it it was interesting. I liked playing it. Okay. Cool. Anything also, else? Keep also, we got we got like a gill. They gave us actual gill, like a little printed coin that said one gill on it. So now we have money okay. if we ever get if we ever land in a Final Fantasy in real life. Uh, other than that, we didn't really play much. Like we walked around and saw a bunch of stuff. I'd already played Super Mario Odyssey and uh, Samus Returns in San Jose, so I didn't bother playing it there. Okay, uh, how were those? They were really good. Uh, Odyssey felt are? Odyssey felt a little weird to control at times, and I'm not sure why. Like the controls felt precise, and also, but like. Mario's acceleration felt a little weird. I don't know how to describe it. Okay. Like it'll I'm sure it'll be fine in the actual game when it's released and like maybe it's just it just felt weird for a second, but it also might have been because I had they had the uh Switch controllers, the Joy-Cons separate. And that's totally oh, yeah, not right. how I would play that game. I don't think I would play any game like that. No. I, well, I mean, actually, I, you know, I used the Wii like that, so I guess I do play games like that. I guess. But yeah, no, like I wouldn't play Odyssey like that. I would play connected to the system or with the Pro Controller. Yeah. But uh, that felt good. It was really cool playing an open world Mario game where you kind of just wander around and do missions. And like you can just find like the items everywhere. Like I found a moon in a store. I just had to buy it with coins I found. What does a moon get you? A moon is the star equivalent in this game. Oh, okay. All right. That's kind of like in um, Sunshine when you had to buy stars with uh, the blue coins. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And I hear uh, Samus Returns is pretty good. I mean, I, good things. I liked it, what I played. There was like a seven-minute time demo where near the beginning of the game. Uh, controls felt really fluid. The physical counter felt a little overpowered at times, but I feel like maybe they'll balance that out later. Like the certain physical counter. Okay, so you have a melee counter in the game. So if something oh, dashes, you mean, oh, you mean you're like okay. I thought it was like a like a timer counter. No, 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 like, no. A, like a, a counter attack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like certain enemies would like if they would try to physically attack you, and then you could just counter them and do more damage. Uh, so far, what I had played, they seem to balance it out by having certain enemies just move really fast, so you had to be real strict on your timing. But you could just fight them normally, anyways, with your gun. And I'm sure, like, further into the game, you'll get, like, more enemies that are just, like, nah, son, look at this, and then, mm. like, slap you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it's nice to actually have a good version of Metroid 2. Although, I do wonder if AM2R, like, people are going to compare this to AM2R, like, very strictly, because that's what AM2R was. It's a remake of Metroid 2, just like this is. Uh, but, honestly, what I played Control pretty good. Uh, they had items everywhere. They had maps. You were still fighting the Metroids. It felt fun. I, if you like Metroid at all, buy it. Honestly, are you saying the the original Metroid Two is not good? Like the, on the Game Boy nowadays? No. Okay, because I mean, now, I've I've played that one and I didn't yeah. like it, and I thought it was just because I was bad at it. Um, I I feel like 
at the time it was a great Metroid game. Now, but it's aged poorly, especially compared to say Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, okay. like all all the ones where like where they introduced a map. There's really cool ideas in Metroid too, but I think without a map, it just becomes a bit of a headache. And like without tighter controls, and I feel like that's what AM2R and Samus Returns both did. Okay, so looking forward to it though. Yep, and that's out. Why is this thing not on the Switch? Because something still has to come out on the 3DS. No, it doesn't. I don't <laughs> want to use my 3DS anymore. Too bad. There's still a bunch of games like coming I, out for 3DS. When I think of that that game, I'm just like, I'm gonna have to use my 3DS. Like, I I don't want to. It's so small. There's also a bigger install base on the 3DS. That's why. Here, here's the logic. They should have no, done both. No, I mean, no, no. Here's the thing. And this is the logic of what Nintendo's doing. I guarantee you. There's a bigger install base on the 3DS compared to the Switch. Sure, of course. If it sells well on the 3DS, they'll make another one for Switch. That's what oh, they're going to do. Oh, great. Because look, and the Switch is already getting Metroid Prime 4. And that's... That's fine. Why not put both their new games on the Switch? Because they want to uh, they want to sell enough and they don't think it's going to sell well enough, which is why they're putting it on the 3DS. I just don't want to use my 3DS like like develop. I I believe some developers have straight up said, hey, if you want more 2D Metroid, you should actually buy this. If this sells well, there will be more. Right. I mean, that that just makes sense, obviously. But wouldn't you prefer it on the Switch? I don't care right now. Switch is so much nicer. I mean, the Switch is a nice system, yes. I, but like, I still use my 3DS, so. Okay. Is there anything even coming out after this for the 3DS? Uh, I thought there were still a couple things on the list. I know Cult Step Saga hasn't hit over here yet. I thought we were getting a new. No, actually, I think all the Dragon Quests are out. No, there's Dragon Quest 11 for 3DS isn't out yet, I don't think. Wait, is that new Pokemon coming to 3DS? Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is also 3DS, yep. Okay. Cool. Etrian Odyssey yeah, pe- 5. Radi- saying, yeah, there's a couple Radi- games. Radiant Historia, yeah. Wait, what Kirby game's coming to 3DS? I thought Kirby. I thought the next Kirby game was Switch. I don't know, but I remember when they were announcing Kirby stuff, they announced like four Kirby games at once, so I wouldn't be surprised if one of them wasn't on the Switch. That's fair. Um, all right. Uh, what else have you been playing? I know you, you mentioned the Ubisoft thing. Actually, before yep. you do that, uh, anything else at PAX? PAX done? Uh, besides like challenge stuff and tournament stuff, that was about it. Okay. Did you win the Omegathon? N- never got in. I would love okay. to get into the Omegathon someday. Okay. All right. So you mentioned you're doing Ubisoft stuff. What's up with that? Uh, I did a preview stream, two preview streams actually, of Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. So they sent that to you? Yep, that game's That's real cool. good. Yeah, I've been playing that too. You're probably way further than I am. No, pretty, I've, only, I've only finished World 1. Okay, yeah, me, that's exactly where I am. Nice. I'm surprised that you're not further. Uh, Well, because I only did it on two two-hour streams, and then I was going to play it over the weekend while I was at PAX, and then I ended up just practicing for Nintendo World Championship instead. Which ended up being a waste of time because you, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Stings a little bit um, when you put it that way, but you're totally right. Right. So where I am is I finished World 1 and now I'm going back through it to do all the challenges. Yep. That's exactly where I was. I ended after right. I finished the first challenge. Okay. I'm on like the eighth challenge and it's real hard. 
Yeah, I saw the first one alone were labeled very easy was surprisingly annoying. Actually, I think I had a bit of trouble with the first one, but after that, I was like pretty smooth sailing. I think it was like the third one or another that is literally just like a puzzle. Mm. Like if you try and do it a different way, it's impossible, but it's like, oh, I I see what I need to do. And then it's super easy. Um, But the one I'm on right now is is pretty difficult. I'll say it's I think it's labeled medium. I also understand World 2 like really ramps it up because that game is kind of easy Mm. in World 1. At least what, that's what I thought. I don't, I had that a was, lot of people that were saying like, hey, you're doing way better than I expected because I had a problem with X and Y in World 1. I don't know. I, I got almost like all perfects in World 1. I thought World I mean, 1 was, was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I, I did get all perfects in World 1, but people were saying like, hey, this boss messed me up for a while. You figured out the gimmick, gimmick to it pretty fast. Like you're okay. like... Are you talking like, about uh, Rabbit Kong? Yeah. I thought Rabbit Kong was super fun, what you had to do. Like I just really enjoyed that battle. That was just a great time. No, I, I liked it. Like, uh, I didn't figure it. I had the uh, the trick to fighting him spoiled for me a little bit, I guess. I, I didn't realize you could just use the little carts to s- trigger the switch until after I'd already f- triggered the first one. Uh Oh, like the one that Luigi uses? Yeah. I didn't know that either. I just ran up there and I was still fine. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, you can just send them up there and they'll trigger the switch and then you won't get hit by his grab. Okay, yeah. No, I got hit by the grab, but I still managed to survive with everyone. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so that it's a pretty fun game. Uh, the music is outstanding. Yep, that's Grant like Kirkhope. It, yeah, like. Honestly, I'm just getting Viva Pinata flashbacks. That's that's constantly. why, because it's Grant Kirkhope. Yeah, and it is so good. Like, it's so good. And some of them are just like, oh, this is the Mario theme, like remixed to be like with Viva Pinata. Like. I I am super digging that soundtrack. Um, I love uh, all, all the weapons are pretty fun. I love getting new weapons. That's for sure. Uh, what I don't like is it almost seems like cover is somewhat useless because the characters can run so far and then tackle you and then run away again or something like it almost seems like why why did I even get in? Cover oh, I get what you here? mean. Okay, like, yeah. it's not like the fact that the characters can run so far makes the cover like almost trivial in some cases well, unless, the, unless the enemies are really far away obviously that's why you gotta but take advantage of like team throws so you can like get out of their range right right but you know just often like a lot of the great cover or like the tall ones i'm gonna end up being somewhat near an enemy or or whatever um and because you get like all the movement back after you like slide tackle someone. It's it, that's just kind of annoying. It's a small gripe. I, I'm surprised at how generous they are with the movement. I thought for sure if you tackled something like you would lose some range, but getting it back like, was surprising. Like it feels really free because of it though. I like that you can like, for example, as Mario, like tackle on someone and then leap off of uh, a partner onto uh, an enemy and then fly back into cover and take a shot. I love the freedom that, of movement it gives you. Yeah, I mean, no, and like uh, Rabid Lu- Re- Luigi can like tackle multiple people and then vampire them at the same time. Like, I'm definitely taking advantage of it, too. Mm. Um, it, but it it just seems weird how far you can move uh, when most tactics games uh, I am like inching my way across the battlefield. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I haven't used much of Rabid Peach. 
Uh, just really? I actually replaced Rabbit Luigi and put Peach in my team. That's what I did originally, mm. but then I was like, Rabid Luigi has like a ton of explosion explosive, like his bazooka, which mm-hmm. I really enjoy. Um, and also his like vampire slide tackle is super helpful as well. I mean, so I've been switched keep, it back. I've been keeping Peach in my party because she can heal the entire party. It seems things are getting harder, so it seems like I'm gonna have to bring her back so she can start healing because at the moment I'm playing without healing. So, uh, but yeah, it's weird. It's a weird game. This game shouldn't exist. This, this game shouldn't weird, be as good as it is. It sh- it has no right to be this good. It's a it's an abomination. Um, but it is definitely hitting uh, like above its class. Yeah, is is how I'll put it. And I'm having a like a really good time with it. Uh, that's for sure. Um. And I, by again, I think the the best part is the music. That's probably my favorite part about that game. Uh, have you been playing anything else uh, besides Mario Kart Seven time trials? No. Okay. Uh, then let's move on to what I've been playing. All right. A few other things. <clears throat> I'll talk a little bit about uh, the new Life is Strange game that came out last week. Oh yeah! Before the storm. Yeah, this is the prequel. It's three episodes long, and it focuses on Chloe. Well, one of the characters from Life is Strange, uh, as well as Rachel, who was the girl that was missing in Life is Strange. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and I'm enjoying it. Um, you have to it like you have to have an interest in these characters. There's not much of a reason to play it if you don't like the characters, because the story isn't focused on much like there's unless the actual antagonist is is literally teen angst. We don't know who the antagonist is, really. They don't focus on like a on a major plot. Like, I don't know where this thing's going to go. So it's all about the character relationships and how these two are dealing with each other and the things going on in their lives. So if you like team dramas and you liked Chloe, uh, you'll like this. So I'm having a good time with it. It's pretty fun. And, you know, like my girlfriend's way into Life is Strange. So that's always a nice thing to play through it uh, with her. Also, the lack of a uh, superpower is definitely evident. It almost feels like this thing is missing something. Um, so, like, like really, you need to enjoy these characters and you need to, like, get an interest in their relationship to get anything out of it. I find it engage. I found it engaging, so I don't think it's a hard thing to do. But I'm just saying, like, uh, it definitely kind of feels like a little bit of a step back from Life is Strange. Um, I will say, however, the tech has definitely improved. It looks a lot nicer. There's not, not as much texture pop in and the facial animations are way better than Life is Strange. So that's great uh, considering this is a game entirely about like the, these characters emotions. And there's a part in this first episode uh, where you get to basically play Dungeons and Dragons. And that was absolutely delightful and probably the best part of the episode. So mm-hmm. I'll just say if you're playing it, it's right. Bef- it's right when you get to the school Hang out on the lawn and find the kids that are playing Dungeons and Dragons because I'm sure you can miss it, uh, but it's it's really fun. Um, oh, and while we were going to... Someone wrote in a couple weeks ago saying, hey, when we talk about a game, can we say the name of it after we start talking about it? Um, so they don't have to rewind. Uh, and I totally forgot to mention that to you earlier on, but that this oh, is our Life is Strange Before the Storm. <clears throat> and the last game I've been playing is... Uh, Forza Horizon 3. Okay. Uh, because I picked up the Hot Wheels DLC. That would be why it said uh, when I set up the stream, like streaming Hot Wheels. 
Yeah, so actually, side topic before I get into Hot Wheels. Um, I finally got streaming to work. I had talked about this a bit with Paul one or two episodes ago. I can't quite remember what it was. Um, but I was having trouble with the Elgato's, I don't know, like the software that comes with it. Like either I couldn't get the game audio or I couldn't get my audio to work at one time. For whatever reason, it just worked, even though I had it set to PlayStation 4 with my Xbox hooked up and everything just worked nicely. <clears throat> The one issue I had, and I talked about this on stream, maybe maybe you have a suggestion, is I is how to watch the chat because the way I don't have a second monitor, mm-hmm. so when I switch to playing the Xbox, I can't see the computer anymore, right? Okay. So what I've been doing is just having like an iPad set up, but that yeah. goes dark after like three minutes. Can't you turn off that feature? I I could. But is that my only option? I mean, like, I are you like you're playing off the TV screen? I assume. Well, my computer monitor is a TV. Yes. Oh, that's what you do. Okay. Um, honestly, like I'm switching like, the input. Honest to God, right. like you, your only options really are have a second monitor or something like that, or yeah. play like have an iPad or something. Like my my TV for that I play my stream games on is right next to my laptop screen, so I can see at one glance the game and the chat right so you are doing two monitors it seems like it seems like you need to have two monitors basically in some way like you need to like i shouldn't say two monitors you need to have two screens so i guess we'll have to just turn that feature off so it constantly stays on that's just going to be a total like battery suck which kind of sucks but i mean what can i do i do have a laptop here that is absolute garbage and it is big too and i'd rather not use it if i don't have to Mm. so uh, but yeah, so I got that going and I was playing a bunch of uh, the Hot Wheels DLC. The Hot Wheels DLC is awesome. And it reminds me a lot of Big Surf Island from Burnout Paradise because they set it up as just this weird island with tons of crazy jumps and stuff off the coast of where you played the original game, which exactly is what Big Surf Island was. Um, it's got like the big bright orange tracks and when they first introduce it to you you're just driving along the tracks and they're still like laying down some of them which is cool like they're helicoptering in the like the road as you're going that's that's really neat yeah it's just for little pieces of the section and when you're playing the actual game they don't do that which is kind of a bummer but it's just like here's a cool intro and they're like putting stuff down um it's cool like driving sideways on these tracks and seeing like the ocean below you and you know everything looks awesome because of how like realistic it is with these weird Hot Wheels orange tracks on there. There's T-Rexes in it, animatronic T-Rexes that will like roar at you as you drive by, which I don't really understand why. But if I, I guess if I do think back to like Hot Wheels commercials, there was some that had dinosaurs like there was yeah. dino themed stuff. So maybe I think that's maybe what it's either that for. or maybe kids just like dinosaurs and that, that also like Hot Wheels, like maybe that Venn diagram is almost one circle. I don't know. But there is a like a little like foresty area on the island that has an animatronic dinosaur that if you drive past it, it'll roar at you, which is kind of cool. Maybe it's just there because it's kind of cool because it is cool. Um, it even has, you know how they would make Hot Wheels cars go faster on the tracks? It was like the, they would have like motors on the, both sides boosters, that were like yeah. spinning. They have that exact thing. Really? And that rules. Y- yeah, so they ha- they just have these big motors that are on the side and you're not touching the sides of the track because the track is like 
you know, four cards, cars wide or whatever. They have just like boost things underneath it, but they still have the things spinning on the side as well. Like they just recreated that and then put some on the floor too, which is what you drive over. And then when you do it, like the whole screen is like blurring because you're going so fast. You're doing jumps through like flaming rings. There's even half pipes that you drive through, which are really cool too. Tons of loop to loops. Like it's, it's weird that there hasn't, been like a, a co- like a hot collab with Hot Wheels and these racing games because it fits so perfectly. And yeah, like it is just a, an absolute ton of fun. So if anyone was playing um, <clears throat> Forza Horizon 3, uh, I would highly recommend the uh, Hot Wheels pack. There's even a pretty funny joke. Um, at one point, one of the announcers is like, you know, when we were setting it up, we asked the Hot Wheels people like, how do how do they keep these tracks like suspended so well like how is how does this work and they just asked us how do we do the rewind time feature Mm. do you have any idea what they're talking about that was a pretty funny joke i thought uh anyways that's all i've been playing uh let's go on to the short little bit of news i found all right first one this is from this morning hot coming in la uh, rockstar announced that la noir is coming to the Switch, the PS4, the Xbox One, and VR. VR is the only one that really surprises me, and, and Switch a little. And Switch. Switch has got to surprise you. Like, when was the last time a Rockstar game was on a Nintendo platform? Uh, Chinatown Wars. On the original DS. Yeah. Yep, that was a long time ago. And it was also just Chinatown Wars. Eleanor um, is great. So, I mean, I'm not going to play it again. But that's cool. Uh, it looks like the one coming to VR is actually called Eleanor, the VR case files. It's for the HTC Vive delivers seven of the original engrossing self-contained cases from Eleanor rebuilt specifically for virtual reality, blending breathtaking action with true detective work to deliver an unprecedented interactive experience. Um, I, I'm assuming that's a bit less than the rest of the game. I can't remember how many case files were in uh, Eleanor. I, I'd imagine way more than seven. Well, if I'm remembering correctly, the case files... Like, did you play it? No. I remember the case files actually being, like, pretty long. So, 7 actually could be quite a bit of content. Mm. But it's been, it's been like, years since I played LAMR. So, I don't remember exactly. Uh, apparently, the Switch version comes with all sorts of gimmicks, like a Joy-Con mode and touchscreen controls. Yeah. That sounds awful. Okay, I'm just going to read this part. LNOR for the Nintendo Switch features the complete original game and all additional downloadable content with specific enhancements, including a Joy-Con mode with gyroscopic gesture-based controls, HD rumble, and new wide and over-the-shoulder camera angles, plus contextual touchscreen controls for portable detective work. That sounds terrible. Uh, I bet the Switch thing sucks. Oh, I'm I'm sure that's only for portable mode, at least. And I'm sure you can turn that shit off. I guess it would have to be only for portable mode. That's weird. That's weird. And then obviously the uh, PS4 and Xbox One versions uh, just act, look great. Mm-hmm. They're just getting updated, obviously. Yeah. Just a heads up. I don't know if you saw this in the article. The uh, the Switch version is going to cost 10 bucks more. I didn't see that. Is that true? Uh, I believe so. Uh, let me see if I can actually find the source on that. But it's, it'll be uh, uh, ten bucks more because the memory cards you need to use for the Switch, or like the cards themselves, are fairly expensive. 
LA Noir wait, price like he... $10 higher on Switch as compared to PS4, Xbox One. Wait, why is it? A... What about the memory cards? Because you need to uh, buy a memory card? Is that what you're saying? No, the cards, like the cards <laughs> that the Switch, physical Switch games come on, they they cost more than it does to put it just on a Blu-ray. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. That's dumb. Yeah, it's going to be 50 bucks US on Switch, at least when it comes to physical. It's oh, it's only 40 Okay. Yeah, this is ten dollars more than the PS4 or Xbox One physical versions. Honestly, don't know why, but ten buck hike doesn't bother me too much. I give you a good reason for why. I guess my interest in the game is high. No, that's never mind. Uh, November fourteenth, uh, games on the Switch costing more is stupid. Um, but what's not stupid is if you buy Destiny Two at Target next week, you get a free box of Pop Tarts. What? <laughs> Uh, I just thought this was a uh, a hot deal. I wanted to get out public service announcement. Uh, it's in their flyer. If you buy Destiny 2 next week, um, you get some Destiny branded Pop-Tarts. This is at Target. I don't know if I mentioned that. Dude, Did I didn't realize this. Why the fuck is there a collector's edition for Destiny 2 that's $300? I don't know. I, did, I don't buy collector's editions. Maybe you get a statue. You get a backpack. All right. Is it a cool backpack? I, mean, I guess. I don't know. I didn't see the picture. It's like you get I don't a think chest. I've ever spent anywhere near $300 on a backpack, but I'm sure you can do that. It's like a chest, a backpack, uh, some schematics, some the a season pass for the game and a bunch of other stuff. But the box is like the size of a PS4 box. It's like huge. Wait, the PS4 box wasn't that big. All right. Well, Xbox One then. I don't know. It's a big box <laughs> is my fucking point. Okay. I mean, most collector's editions come in a big box. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Collector's editions, man. Some, someone's going to buy it. Actually, I didn't mention this in what I've been playing. I did play the first mission of Destiny 2, and that game is real pretty, but I haven't played enough of it to really talk about that game. So I'll talk about that next week. Um, this was kind of a puzzler. Um, some information came out on S- South Park, the uh, fractured but whole. <laughs> to change the difficulty... Or, or when you're picking your difficulty, the harder you pick, the darker your skin tone becomes. Mm-hmm. Because in the game, characters will just be meaner to you and they'll pay you less. Which is a weird kind social, of like social commentary. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense, but that's weird. And you, so you also don't get to choose. Like if you want to play on the hardest difficulty, your skin's going to be the darkest it can possibly be, which is. I don't know. What do you think? Danny Enigma says the game doesn't get any harder, just every other aspect of life. A quote from the game. I mean, I'm that makes sense, I guess, unfortunately. Uh, Apparently that you can choose to be uh, like non-binary with your. uh, uh, gender, which is cool. I don't know. Interesting. I guess good for them. That's a, good that they're thinking about that. I don't know. Uh, the Miiverse is being shut down, as we know, in uh, November, I believe. November 7th. Uh, if you want to save your Miiverse posts, you can actually get a zip file sent to you. What? Yeah. All right. So once the service ends, an email. An email will be sent to your Nintendo account. Oh, sorry. You have to do something before this. So um, you can request your post history 
including your drawings and screenshots on the Miiverse site by clicking the Request Post History link. Your Nintendo account must be linked to your Nintendo Network ID you use to access Miiverse. Once the service ends, an email will be sent to your Nintendo account. Though the Nintendo support site points out it may take a few weeks, the email will have a URL that will let you download your post history as a zip file. Unzip the file and you can have all your precious Miiverse postings preserved for all time. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to lose all those dick pictures you drew, um, you can definitely do that. And there is people online that are actually trying to save the entirety of it. I believe mm -hmm. one guy, I forget his name, I saw a post about it, um, is working on it for sure. But uh, anyway, are you going to save your Meverse posts? Nah. You sure? I didn't, I didn't post anything of value. I don't, I don't think I did either. So, uh, Last little thing I saw, Nintendo explained why Salmon Run in Splatoon 2 isn't always available. Is it a good reason? Because I doubt it is. No, you're, you're laughing, which means it's not. <laughs> it's not really. I'll give you like the TLDR on this. Actually, let me just read the whole thing. I got a lot of like Apple vibes out of this. Um, let's see how you feel. <clears throat> In Japan, uh, everything is tailored. You're probably heard. Shina Iagars. Sorry for messing that up. Uh, her, Ted talk in which she went to a restaurant in Japan and tried to order sugar in her green tea. The people at the cafe said, one does not put sugar in green tea, and then, we don't have sugar. But when she ordered coffee instead, it did come with sugar. In Japan, there's a sense of, we're making this thing for you, and this is how we think this thing is better enjoyed. That is why in Splatoon, the maps rotate every couple of hours, and the modes change. I bought this game, why can't I enjoy this game the way I want? That's not how we think here. Yes, you did buy the game, but we made this game. And we're pretty confident about how this game should be enjoyed. If you stick with us, and if you get past your initial resistance, you're going to have the time of your life with this game. You're really going to love it. Uh, so that's why you can't play uh, Salmon Run whenever That's you really stupid. And like I said, it made me think of like Apple because they're often like, we know what you want before you want it. Like we we know the features you're going to want. We know how you're going to want to use them. And this is also why we don't let you customize our stuff because we know better. You know what I mean? Anyway, there you go. That's Not a fan. News. Not a fan. Yeah, that's I mean, it's pretty it's kind of bullshit. Like what can you do? I actually still haven't even played Salmon Run, to be Salmon Run is really good. It's I hear just, that. It's horde mode. It's just horde mode. I hear it's real good. It might be like the best part of the game, but every time I have my Switch in my hands, it's I just want to play Rabbids. Oh. oh, that too. And there's also the point, like, I don't even want to turn it on and risk it not being on, because then I just wasted like 10 minutes. Mm. All right, questions time. Uh, John, do you remember where to send questions in? Top Down Perspective at gmail.com, TDP Podcast on Twitter, Top Down Perspective on Facebook, uh, through our Discord, or through my P.O. Box. Great. I'll quickly mention, uh, we did get the episode names sent in for this week, but Ooh. we're going to hold on to that until all three of us are here. All right. I'll read this first one from Cody. Um, sorry if Sean has explained this on the show before, but how does his team play Quidditch? And is catching the snitch still a broken mechanic? I'm assuming he means how is Quidditch played? You can probably just look that up. I, I'm not going to give you all the rules of Quidditch because there's a ton of them. 
Um, I, I think he's more so referring to how do you play it in real life? Yeah, that's what I'm saying is there's a lot of rules. I mean, just like look it up. You can find them online. Uh, there's chasers and beaters. You got to try and score. The snitch is not as broken because in the <clears throat> in the books and the movie, it's 150 points, whereas each goal is 10 in real life. The snitch is only 30 points. There you go. <clears throat> and why don't you get this last one? All right. Um, from Krizoa, have any of you played any Pokemon games? If so, what are your favorite Pokemon? Uh, I've played most gens, actually, believe it or not. I skipped Gen 3, which was... Well, that was... Uh... Ruby and Sapphire. Thank you. Arguably and... the worst gen, in my opinion. Uh, I also skipped Gen 5, which was black and white. Although I that do one's have, great. I do have black and white 1 and 2. But the sequels were also great. Um... Yeah, I guess I didn't... No, that's still Gen 3. I was going to say I didn't play Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. Uh, yeah, no. I, I like Pokemon, but just not enough to finish, finally commit to it, I guess. I don't know. I get bored of it pretty soon. I, I feel like I have my time with it in Gen 1 and Gen 2, and I don't need to do it again. But I feel like that's also, like, uh, as a result of just not wanting to play RPGs as much anymore. I've, I've played, like, every Pokemon, and I've played through all of them. I even play a lot of the uh, lame sequels. Mm. I, f- I find I have more fun with Pokemon spinoffs now more than anything. Okay. I did, I did like Pokemon Conquest. That's a weird thing that exists. What's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, Is it Pikachu? Lee. Yeah, it's Pikachu, clearly. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's Hitmonlee. Hitmonlee. All right. Why is that? I don't know why. I think it's probably because of Smash Bros. Is he in Smash Bros? In the first Smash Bros, Smash Bros 64, he's an insta-kill Pokemon. Are, are you sure? Yes, 100%. He, he for some reason, screams Psyduck. He goes, Psy, 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 And then he, like, flies out and he hits you with a flying kick. Uh, okay, that sounds a little more familiar. Okay. Um, I like Espeon a lot. Espeon's good. I, I kind of like I kind of like Jolteon too, honestly. Even though he's not really the best for play, I think he's high speed. That's about it. I don't even know who's the best for play or whatever. I just think Espeon's cool. Mm. I like Halucha as well, just because I like Luchador wrestling, and I think that's kind of like a kick-ass bird. Oh right, that was recent though, right? Yeah, that's Gen six, or is that Gen seven? I don't know. Sun and Moon, whatever. Well, then seven. That one is okay. That's a cool one, too, for sure. Yeah. Really? I thought it was X and Y was for Halucha. Never mind. I maybe I could be wrong. I thought that was recent. I don't know, though. Anyway, I'm sure someone in the chat is about to tell us any minute now. Um, that's at all the questions we got. So, people, you got to start sending in more questions. Um, and to do that, it's top down perspective at uh, gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, Facebook group, Discord, John's P.O. Box are all great. Um, someone said Halucha is Gen 6. Okay. So that's actually uh, I I was wrong. Yep. What's your game of the week? Dragon Ball Fighters. All Fuck right. yeah. Um I'm in. When that comes out, I'm in. Mine was probably uh Forza Horizon 3, the Hot Wheels DLC. Yo, uh random question, which I just remembered because okay. I walked past right. it. When the hell is Cuphead coming out again? Is that this month or October? That's this month. It's like the nineteenth. Nineteenth or twenty second, whichever one of those is. Okay. That that was another problem I had at PAX. A lot of the games that were there were either already out in early access or were going to be out in like three weeks. So there was no point in getting in line for the demos. 
I feel like the early access problem is just that's video games in 2017. Mm. So still, though, like it wasn't it wasn't worth my time to get in so many lines because of it. No, that makes sense. I mean, like, why play it when you can already? And I definitely, mean, like, if it's just like I remember when I would go to conventions and it's or even when I still go, like when I go to um, GDC now, like I'll just won't play a game if I know I'm going to pick it up. because It's like yeah. I'll just play it later. Like I'm, I'm going to play this game. So, yeah, like I walked past like the Adult Swim booth and I saw that Battle Chef challenge game. I'm like, I'm already getting that. I don't need to worry. People were like super talking about that game. Yeah, That, that game looks, cool. looks real good. Adult Swim. They're putting out some cool games. Mm hmm. That's for sure. All right. That does it for this week's episode. Uh, a quick thing. Sorry that last week's episode went up this morning. That's on me. Uh, the long weekend threw off my schedule. Uh, thanks again to Paul for putting that up. Um, but this one should be up tomorrow. Sweet. Hopefully I don't get lazy. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with Paul. Thanks everyone for tuning in. See Bye, everyone.